Greetings, Goddess Body Mind Spirit Community. This is Tyra Omilade, your Goddess Guru, your sister friend. And you know I love helping women align with their life purpose using the power of ancient wisdom and the goddess-centered lifestyle. And today I want to talk about breaking the trance of your conditionings. And the reason this is coming up is I am in the middle of an awakening uh, yet again. Well, honestly, my, my oracle did not indicate it's an awakening. It's a deepening of truth. More than likely, if somebody were to ask me, what is my religion? I would say truth. I'm a truth seeker. And so, yeah, it feels like there's a deepening of the truth that's happening. And I want to share a little bit with you because part of breaking the trance of your conditionings um, is related to the goddess-centered lifestyle in the sense that, um, you know, the goddess-centered lifestyle is all about being authentic. And it's about being able to decide, this is what I want to do. This is how I want to live my life. And then making that happen. I find that those two things are key for most women that I work with. They There's some problem that they have. There's a breakthrough that they're list, looking for. And they also are looking to up-level or manifest in some way. And so, you know, we have to begin to learn and understand that, you know, manifestation, we can take action. It Action is a part of manifestation. However, if that is the only part of the manifestation equation that you're using, then at some point you'll be like, I'm coming up short for some reason. Um, there's a part of the manifestation equation that a lot of people miss out on. I'm very grateful that I had a teacher who emphasized this part. So I'm going to share it with you all um, because I know it will be very beneficial. There comes a time where our life will bring anything up that is on the inside of us, but we may not necessarily know that it's there. It could be a wound. It could be a limiting belief, something traumatic, a teaching, however you want to describe it, an experience that um, is limiting. And, but it won't seem like it's a limiting belief. It won't seem like it's a hurt, a pain, a wounding, you know, some miseducation. It will just seem like I suck at life. It will seem like for some reason I can't get ahead in, you know, in this particular area of my life. We all have that area. There's not one person on the face of the planet who doesn't have some area of their life that has been challenging for them in some regard, <clears throat> even if they don't take it super personally. Sometimes we can see people who are just like aficionados in their um, career, for instance, or in their gifts, but they suck at relationships and they may just accept, I just suck at relationships, you know, <laughs> and it doesn't bother them, but still they know they're challenged in the area of relationship. So, um, what I know is that there will be a time 
when something probably major, it's it's a it's a limiting belief that is huge. It is so deeply embedded in you. You are one with that, that limiting belief, or you are one with, it's a limiting belief that could be connected to something that happened to you as a child. Because oftentimes that's what this is stemming from. You know, sometimes I hear people say, what well, started with fill in the blank? <laughs> and sometimes it is something when we're older. I'll even say, you know, like in our 20s and beyond, because I still see how impressionable teenagers are, right? But it'll be something that happened, like, you know, maybe you get in a car accident or whatever, and you kind of feel it just really can impair you. Yes, this is true, right? We have these kinds of things. But the majority of what most people are going to be dealing with is something that was embedded in them as a young child. It could be in the womb, even. Um, it could be, you know, from ages zero to seven. That's typically a pretty safe time to kind of explore what what was taught to me? What did I pick up? Most people will always take it back to something that happened in their childhood. I do think that we can have some conditionings deeply embedded from other lifetimes, as well as generational um, conditionings. And um, it's called epigenetics. For those of y'all have heard about that, there are some things that are given to us by our ancestors. And so it's so deeply embedded that you can't, you can't even, you're not even conscious of it in, in, as, as something that has been embedded and just totally programmed into you. You can't even tell. And um, it feels like the truth. One day you'll have to face it. And there's a lot of many events that happen that are letting you know something is off, something is wrong. You kind of get clues because it's just like, you know, the these struggles that we have and we'll just begin to kind of notice it's a cycle. It's a cycle that I'm in. And, and, you know, sometimes it just becomes this long-term thing that we begin to notice in our lives. And then one day, it will come up for us to deal with. And what I call this now is breaking the trance. We are, as human beings, programmed to be influenced. We are programmed to have stories because that's how we create our life. Our life is a story and we get to create it. And early on, our story is crafted by the experiences that we have. And so this will come, of course, from family, whatever that looked like for you, or it will come from the neighborhood that you were raised up in, the society, the religion, um, the school system, 
all of this will begin to impress upon you a story. And it becomes the story that you live your life by. But what we don't notice is when we just kind of naturally shift our story. There'll just be something where we're just like, you know what? I believe something different and I no longer believe what I once believed. And so that's just how it is, right? But where it becomes a challenge is when there's there's a certain level, either it's so deeply embedded that you don't know it's there and it feels like the truth, or you're married to this. Like a lot of people are married to their limiting beliefs and thoughts. And so um, they don't want to break up with them. It, it sounds crazy. The, the one thing that we need to remember, though, is our marriage and our connection to our limiting beliefs are very human. And it has to do with um, being safe. A lot of us have developed stories that help to keep us safe in life. It's just part of how the subconscious mind works. And so um, what what ends up having, what we, what we have to begin to learn is that we get to decide at any given moment what our story is. It's, it's so interesting how, you know, we can have a story where it's like, oh, I'm such a victim. This happened to me. I'm I'm talking about myself right now. I was raised up in a house with, you know, alcoholism and violence. And, um, you know, it was it was rough being in my home as a child. Um, and then one day after doing some spiritual work, it was just like all of a sudden. It was my father who I t- took the most issue with. I took no issue with my mother, to be honest with you. My mama was like the bomb. And, you know, I'll never, you know, I'll say to anyone, I love my father. Um, however, he was, he was, he was de- a very difficult parent, a very, very difficult parent. But just one day, the more I would kind of listen to his stories and just kind of ponder, you know, them in my mind, like, wait a minute, my dad was, um, he he had a lot of, there was a lot of trauma that happened. He lost a sibling. He says he was blamed for the loss of this sibling when it was a tornado um, that killed his sibling. And, um, you know, so it was just two of them. So he lost a sibling. Um, my grandmother was incarcerated for about two years. And back then it doesn't sound like there was a DCS system. He was just living with folks until she got out, you know? So that was traumatic on him. And I don't know, it was just like one day I just woke up and I was like, dang, he did the best he could given what he had. This man was very wounded and didn't know it. He couldn't, it's just how it happened for him. He just could not, um, ex, you know, he he didn't know how to process it or something. I don't know what it was. Plus he was in Vietnam. Um, There's no telling what other kind of things happened to my dad that, made it very difficult for him to be different from what he was until he made decisions to start changing. He did. My dad has changed. Like he's very, he's not the same man he was back then. There are some things that are the same that I take issue with, but overall he has begun to write different stories to a certain degree because he loves his family and he had to make a decision. Do I want to keep them around me or am I willing to lose them so that I can just keep my, my stories? And so he just started saying, hey, I better straighten up or my children are not going to want to be around me. 
because we push back uh, strongly. And so one day I just let it go. It was just like, no, um, you know, now I just got to figure out how do I get myself healed up? I didn't feel like a victim anymore. It was just like, okay, it all makes sense. Other things that I thought about too, you know, that kind of helped me to have perspective. So we all have these things that come up and what we have to do, the first thing we have to do is to understand that whatever seems like is written in stone. It is not. You are a human being. What do, what do we call this? There's this thing that I've heard about with the brain. The brain is malleable. Okay. And so we can develop our brain. We can do, you know, the way the neurons fire, these neural pathways is what it's called. Um, the the more we think a thing, it's a neural pathway gets set up where that becomes a thought pattern that is, you know, deeply embedded in our brain. And when we don't want that thought pattern anymore, we can create a new neural network within our brain. Um, elasticity. We have this elasticity in our brains. And so when we talk about it with the mind, because there's the brain and then there's the mind, we're thinking about the subconscious mind. And the subconscious mind is malleable. You you have to take the time to shape what you what you're gonna be putting in that subconscious mind and what you want the subconscious mind to wrap around. A lot of us are just trying to get our subconscious mind to wrap around what we want it to be wrapped around, like what we want, who we want to be, what we want to think about when we have to take out what's there. And it's a very painful process at times. It's very, very painful to face what this is a programming from my my childhood and I've been acting how as a result of this programming oh my goodness it, there there might even be times when we feel a little bit robbed it's like oh my gosh you know they put all this there and when it's like you know I think about Dorothy you had it all along I had it all along I could have rewritten this story. So who knows, you know, some people, they can just be like, oh, okay, cool. I can just rewrite my story <laughs> and they just do it. It's just an easy shift for them. It's, it's different for everybody. But I just really think that a lot of our pain is coming from something that actually can be changed. And um, we just don't know how the human psyche works. We don't know how the subconscious mind works. We don't we don't understand that we are truly the authors of our lives and we get to decide. Maybe somebody decided early on and they wrote something there, but it's our job to, to go inside and find what is there and do the work to rewrite it, create new, new neural networks, create new narratives, new stories. Take that time to write down the truth of what you really think. You know, part of spirituality is this, all this positive. You got to say all this positive stuff. And y'all know I'm the queen of positivity, the queen of inspiration and optimism. I'll never, ever be anything different from that. That's my makeup. 
by the same token, there are times when I have to have, I have to dig deep within my inner Scorpio and just, or Capricorn and just be like, I'm getting ready to get real. This is what I really think about myself. This is what I really see in my life. And I am going to have to figure out what, what is it that's there that has been written and write a new story about it. The secret to happiness is actually very simple. But the path to getting there can be long and windy. But if you stick with the simple steps, the simple work to getting to where you desire to be in your life, where you are writing the story of your life, if you just keep rinsing and repeating them, staying true to the process, then you will find you have created a life that is amazing. And you have to start telling yourself, my life is amazing. It doesn't matter if everything, see, this is again, like the black and white. The, 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 I, I often think about the, the, how trauma just really, trauma unchecked, trauma unhealed, makes everything black and white. And so it's like, if, if, if everything isn't lined up, then nothing is. This is the beauty, in my opinion, also of self-development, personal development, and definitely doing some of the work to just get a different narrative and understanding of stuff or whatever, because we do need something to kind of come in and help us to realize, hey, I'm being black and white. I remember working with a coach, and she helped me to realize how black and white um, my thinking was. And I thought I was extremely positive and optimistic. You have to kind of look at your rigidity, like how flexible are you or how rigid are you? The more flexible you become, then that's letting you know your story is not you know, etched in stone. The more flexibility you can have in your story and the way you can understand yourself and you know, allow, your, allow yourself to change in your life, then you will find that you um, are able to release what's not working for you and embrace something new. And probably that is the most important place for us to get to. Can I release? How quickly can I release what's not working for me and then adjust myself, adapt myself to step into something new? Because when you're frozen and you're just like, no, it has to be like this. You know, I can't deviate from this story. I can't deviate from this way of being. And it feels to a certain degree like a lot of control. Then that's letting you know there's some limiting belief there where you're much more committed to safety than to getting to some new place that you want to be. And so that's the place where you want to go and investigate. In my mind, it does take it does take time. I hear people who are having spontaneous, you know, healings and their life just shifts in a moment, but it probably happens for most people. The big shift was after there was a lot of inner work, a lot of healing modalities that, that have been um, used. And, um, you know, I tell the ladies who I work with in my coaching program that, Sometimes it actually really does take quite a bit of um, 
it's like you got to catch every thought that's coming through and just be like, okay, wait a minute. This one is not an okay thought, not doing it. I told you we're not thinking that way anymore. And and then to give yourself an girl for when you're like, oh my gosh, like that was an amazing way of thinking and being in that moment. And, and, and so I hope that this will help you to begin to understand that a lot of what we are experiencing is breaking the trance. And the more you can accept you are in trance, because I think a lot of people think they're free, but a lot of people also kind of feel like they have a lock on whatever is, you know, whatever they feel like they're the expert on. I've been there. Um, and then the other thing is, I think a lot of people don't realize how much they are under the influence, that you're more under the influence than you think you are. And so I remember when I first started learning about um, this oracle that I use, learning how to use it, one of the things it talked about was question everything. Why do you think the way that you think about relationships, religion, health, career? Why do you think the way that you think? And more than likely, something has been put there. Because to be human is to be influenced. To be human is to be um, persuaded. And sometimes I accept, wow, someone had a great idea. I'm getting ready to do that, right? Um, and then sometimes I'm like, whoa, I listened to somebody, but I didn't necessarily use all my critical thinking, you know? Being a human is fun, <laughs> Being a human is, I, t I see us as the real MVPs. Like it is no joke being a human and going through just the process of living. But for those who awaken in some kind of way, oh my gosh, the fruits of awakening are peace and calmness, self-acceptance and self-love, lots of forgiveness, lots of forgiveness, gratitude. And yeah, just freedom. Thank you for listening today. I hope that this has been helpful to you. And um, yeah, I will connect with you in the next recording. Please, sister, if you don't mind, like this or share it with someone who you think could benefit from it. All right. Thank you. Peace and love.